and that's three down with, well, I guess 15 to go. Uh, welcome back, everybody. This is episode nine of season two of From the Pocket with your host, Jake, and that other guy, Christian. You're stealing my jokes now, I see. I have to, man. You got to be the other guy sometimes. <laughs> I'm the main guy. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. Everything's great. Uh, going great. <laughs> yeah. Not everything is great, but uh, yeah, pretty well. Uh, week we just saw week three of the NFL football season. Um, we got some now. We got th- we're three games in now. We got a lot that I think we can we can see some trends happening now. Um, with some of the teams that I saw this past week. Um, this this past Sunday was my birthday actually. So, um, was at a bar all day just watching football. So it was fun, real fun. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, um, I, I got to, um, I had some stuff going on, so I've been playing a lot of catch up with some of these games, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a really, a lot of crazy stuff happened last week. A lot of big plays, obviously, yeah, uh, did. you know, some stand out more than others. Uh, the one that comes to mind, I guess, is <laughs> probably the Justin Tucker 66 yard field goal. You had the, uh, of course we'll get to that the field goal return, uh, at the end of the half, uh, the, the Cardinals kicked the, a, yeah, the Cardinals kicked that field goal and came up short in the Jags. Yeah. <laughs> that touchdown that was pretty crazy so um and of course it technically yeah. you know we're talking about week three but week three is not even over we still got the monday night game True. tonight which uh we're gonna you know kind of have to add on at a later date but a lot of stuff to get to um you ready to get into it christian you damn skippy all right we can start with one of the marquee games we're gonna go to the rams and the bucks the bucks actually traveled to the rams and uh mm-hmm. you know it really wasn't um it wasn't as close as I think a lot of people thought. You picked the Rams, I picked the Bucks, mm-hmm. but the Rams, I mean, they won by two possessions. They were up by three possessions at one point. Yep. Uh, Christian, you got this one right. I'll go ahead and let you start. What were your thoughts about this game? Uh, well, it was a uh, pretty interesting to open up. Uh, the Bucks and the Rams both came in a little jittery, a little nervous. Uh, five straight punts. Um, also <laughs> during uh, one of those drives on LA, uh, Matthew Stafford overthrew, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Actually, no, the first one, I felt like that could have been a pass interference call, but he got hit as he threw though. Yeah, I don't know, but I think, yeah, I think Matthew Stafford has that kind of arm if they completed it. I think they threw three deep balls to him. He caught one in the third quarter. Uh, which kind of op- opened this game wide open, especially how this game ended or ended at the half. Uh, so once the Rams scored, the Bucks turned it into drive two. So they turned it around, made it seven seven. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup may have a connection now. Uh, so they made it fourteen to seven, and then the Bucks uh, had some time left, and they were making a drive, but. Um, I don't know if you know this. The uh, the Rams have this guy. What's his What's his ninety nine? I don't know. Oh God, what is his name? I, I can never remember. Just, he's he barely he barely jumps yeah, off my screen. He's barely on. Um, the, I don't know when he plays. He just the man has got two first names. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Aaron, Donald comma Aaron rather. Uh, they made a play at the end of the half. Uh, just bolted off the end. Uh, sat or well, didn't I? I don't know, but he caused a fumble. He hit the back of Tom Brady's arm, arm as he's trying to throw it. Um, Gio Bernard had caught it and like made a big game to where they would have got a closer field goal or even like put points on the board. Uh, that got called back. That got called a fumble, so it returned back to like the forty something. Um, and then. They threw Tom Brady. It was like second and whatever long. It was second and long. Tom Brady throws a check down. Uh, Rams come up and hit him and make the play. They have to kick a 51-yarder, and they miss. And you just love the shot from uh, Sean McVay as they're about to go into half, just screaming at his team. Like, it was so awesome to see. Uh, and so the Rams went into half, up a touchdown, came back out, scored a quick touchdown to Deshaun Jackson, 75 yards. I was listening to the Ringer today. I think this is his ninth touchdown catch. 
that were 70 plus yards or something. So congrats on congrats on D Jack. But yeah, I'm I'm glad. I think even Sean McVay even made it a, a statement to be like, we need to get Deshaun De- Jackson involved more. And they finally completed a deep ball to him. He had two in the first half. But then uh Bucks came back. Uh so it was very back and forth. They got a touchdown, but Rams answered again to Cooper Cup again. Uh the Bucks couldn't. They well, they had to punt. They got a field goal and then field goal, field goal, both teams, and then turn on downs, punt, touchdown by the Bucks. But as Shannon Sharp says, uh them some empty calories. Cause Tom McBrady. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tom Brady, he was good. 41 for 55, 432 yards and a touchdown. That sounds that sounds like a Dak game if I've ever saw one right there. And Matthew Stafford was good, of course. 27 for 38, 343, four touchdowns. Um, Deshaun Jackson, Cooper Cup. I'm Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford are. Oh, are yeah, lethal. I mean Cooper Cup. I've always thought Cooper Cup was kind of oh, overrated, but what? dude, he's been underrated. What? He got look. He got that injury. I think he tore his ACL a few years ago, and he still had golf, but he was still doing okay. But now that he got a quarterback, nah, this man is this man is elite. Yeah, he's he's tearing it up. He he is tearing it up. He might be one of the best. He's he might be a top five receiver by the end of the year. He could be. Um, yeah, at this clip, I mean, he's playing just so well. Yeah, I mean, um, I I picked the Bucks, but really it was a toss up game. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. who was gonna win this. This was a this um, was a big test to see like how good the Rams were and like what the Bucks could do. Yeah, and I think um, look, I I think Tom Brady was kind of let down by his team. Yeah, um, I mean, they only sacked they, uh, they, Matthew Stafford once. Well. They only sacked him once. Yeah, and he was under pressure a lot. He was sacked a couple times. Yeah. His receivers were having a hard time at times. They couldn't. They just gave up on running the ball. And that defense uh, has continued to struggle in the ways that that defense has the, the, through the secondary. Um, yeah, since the beginning of the season. So. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm really, I was really down on the books. I'm not going to panic or anything and say like, this is them being exposed. Yeah, but, no. I mean, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm looking around like I'm pissed. Like that was a big game for them. That was going on the road, cross country trip. And it, they got kind of embarrassed. I mean, you're, you're supposed to be the favorite in the conference. You're supposed to be the guys and mm-hmm. the Rams smacked you around with Matt Stafford in his third game in the system. <laughs> and this is the second year in a row. Now you've been smacked around by this team. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I thought, you know, when they beat them last year with Jared Goff, it's like, well, yeah, but then the Bucks went on that run and mm-hmm. let's see how the Bucks do now. And they're on that run now. And it's like, now y'all, y'all, it turns out y'all aren't better than this team. In fact, the Rams actually look like they're the team that got better <laughs> since the last matchup. So I, I was pretty surprised by, by just how dominant the Rams were. I think at this point, and it's a little sad to say, cause again, I picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. uh, <laughs> I, I'm a little worried maybe they're peaking out too early, but through three weeks, super early, but the Rams are the best team in the league. I don't know who else is better, more complete of a team than the Rams through three weeks. I, think, I mean, uh, they have a stellar defense, a even better offense, uh, a great head coach. I mean, they got everything. Uh, I love seeing at the halftime uh, when the Bucks miss it, it says Sean McVay 39-0 and when, including postseason, uh, is 39-0 and when leading at halftime. Yeah, and he knows that stat, right? Because I think Joe Buck made a joke about that. And why is that man so happy? Because he's 39 and 0 leading at halftime. Look, I will say one complaint I will say I have for this Rams team. They need to get this running game figured out a little bit. Sony Michelle got a lot of carries, yeah. 20 carries, 67 yards, 3.4 yards per carry. He also caught some balls for him here and there, but uh he only had three, he only had like three catches for 12 yards, so not too much. But so I think they need to figure this out a little bit more, but I mean, you know, they also supplement their run game with, you know, those quick passes, you know, jet, mm-hmm. jet, you know, Cooper Cup on a flat route and like put blockers out. So they, it's the West Coast system. That's how, that's also their running game. But I mean, a little bit better. You know, they got to run a, later in the year when they have to uh, run in between the tackles and stuff. But, you know, like you said, Sean McVay should be riding high right now in this team. Should because they are they're been pretty dominant. It's 
that's it's three uh we're three games in and they've they they putting it on teams at the moment but the bucks are gonna be fine like you said oh yeah they're they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get healthier on their secondary you know sean murphy bunting will come back and uh maybe that'll probably help the secondary out a lot bit but they are thin on corner at the moment because they got the front they got the front to disrupt them but they they just weren't getting pressure this week and Jason Pierre-Paul, even though he was out, was I don't think that was a major loss. <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, he's a people. starter. You know, yeah. you hate to lose a starter, yeah. but I mean, he's not. He's he's. I, I look. I will say this: they have kind of struggled to get pressure in all of their games. I think they they were okay. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how they did last week against the Falcons, but I know against the Cowboys they struggled to get to Dak, and then this week against the Rams they struggled to get to the Rams. So I'm a little. I'm a, I don't know. I I thought it was the secondary that was bad, but even that front seven now is starting to disappoint me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So something to keep an eye on. Again, I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, they're they're one of the best teams in the league. They're going to be one of the best teams in the league. But um, I, yeah, I mean, I some definitely the Bucks. They they look human. They find they. It took us. It took us a few games. It took you know dating back to last year. But the Bucks now yet again look human. So, and they have looked moderately human through each of their three games this season. So, you know, anyway, um, God's, congrats to the I Rams. guess God's bleeds, you know, God bleeds, you know, another <laughs> uh, God bled uh, this week. Yes. As well. Oh, perfect transition. Yes. Um, we have the Chargers upsetting the Chiefs. Hey, I know. I, I think the Chiefs were favored, but this should. This shouldn't have been an upset, but I, I I can see why you say it's an upset or why people make. I mean, call it I upset. think it is an upset. I, I mean, mean, we I did both pick the Chiefs, also, so yeah. I'm still pretty surprised they lost. Like even a day removed, well, I'm like, wow, I can't believe the Chiefs actually have are one and two now. That's you, crazy, but yeah, the Chiefs they played the Chargers mm-hmm. and they played in Arrowhead, I believe, because mm-hmm. the SoFi was taken up by the Rams Bucks. So. To the Chargers to go into Chiefs uh, Arrowhead Stadium and, and them beat them. 24 points. Pretty surprising. Uh, the uh, Patrick Mahomes, he struggled. He he had a couple interceptions. The first one, not really his fault. Uh, it was off the hands of their backup tight end and uh, just into the hands of uh, Asante Samuels. I saw that play. Um, look, because it's kind of like a dry, like he's just kind of like cutting through the field. I thought it was a little bit behind. I kind of do agree with Skip Bayless there. It was a little bit behind and like high, but I think you got to catch that ball. If you're wide open in the NFL, you got to catch that ball. But I think the throw could have been a little bit better. But yeah, yeah. Asante Samuel yeah, got another yeah, interception. A little but that second one, when they kind of need this game, that was late. That that was the game sealer right there. That last touchdown, just overthrowing uh, Travis Kelsey. I'm like, Mahomes, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, yeah, Patty. Patty does love his hero ball. Uh, they had four turnovers as a team. Yeah, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had a, I think, a fumble, and Tyreek Hill had a fumble. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna lose a lot of games if you turn the ball f- turn the ball over four times. And the Chargers, you know, we've been complaining about them completing in the red zone, but this game they did. They completed in the red zone. They were. Uh, uh, I wish I had their stats up at the moment. But Justin Herbert had four touchdowns. Yeah, they were four for five in the red zone, and you gave you gave them extra possessions, and they were scoring on those uh, uh, on those uh, possessions you gave them on most of them. So, first off, I want to say I know everybody's talking about the the Bucks defense right or the Bucks uh, the Chiefs defense right now. The Chiefs defense is pretty bad. Yeah, I, it is I, I bad. Just, it needs to be said. It's pretty bad. You know, maybe they can right the ship. Uh... I think. I think here's the thing. Here's the thing I think is happening. I think part of the problem is that the Chiefs, what they are used to doing is they they need to get back to what they've done. And that is, as much as I, it's kind of crazy to say, they need to just start bombing the pass. They just need to start balling out. They need to start throwing it deep, playing it playing it aggressively and trying to score quick and overwhelm the opponent because that's their defense does not thrive when you have a team that's just like we're just going to run the ball we're going to play keep away we're gonna, and they have played teams that are pretty good at those things mm-hmm. 
you're going to expose the weaknesses of that defense. That defense is at its best when it's able to tee off and go get the quarterback yeah. and force you to have to throw the ball. And when the Chiefs offense is not scoring a lot, when they're down 14 to nothing, well, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of the, the team can just run the ball and keep play keep away. And it, it, I think it really exposes their defense. So I think the Chiefs defense is still viable, but I think that they need to be playing through their offense more than they are. Yeah. And this whole nonsense of them just being lazy and kind of meandering what? through games like it worked last year. I don't think they're doing, I don't know. You're telling me Patrick Mahomes is not sitting there saying, I'm the baddest motherfucker in this league. You think he's sitting there like, now nah, I was going to throw a few games. Awesome. I mean, I'm not saying that, but I just think there is an attitude that they've tried to adopt, especially when they drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That is, hey, we're going to take this a lot slower. We're going to we're going to get short passes. We're not going to just stretch the field all the time. And that's good. I mean, you shouldn't be just bombing it away all the time. But I mean, I think there is a lack of a. I think the Chiefs there almost is at this point a sort of malaise that they're just like, oh, yeah, OK, we're down. We're down by like two possessions in third quarter. OK. Sure, why not? And then they put it up and it's fine. But in in the process, their defense gets really exposed and ultimately just doesn't win them all their games. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I just think they need to get back to being a little more aggressive. I mean, but at this moment, Patrick is, Mahomes has been, you know, he's in a, he's a little high on the intercept for Mahomes. Uh, yeah, he's turning the ball over. So when you're turning the ball, like you said, if you're turning the ball over and your defense is on the field even more than what they have to be, then yeah, it's it's gonna suck. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I kind of want to counter your little argument about the. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's just I kind of went on a limb. Why so. not <laughs> play keep away yourself when you can run the like you can score so quickly, but you know if they got the power firepower too. You're in a like then it's you know who's gonna make the least amount of stakes on offense. I don't think that's a healthy way to win games. You know, I think you do got to play smart yeah. situationally. Like I think, I mean, Kyle, he had a decent game. Seventeen carries, a hundred yards. They had a they had a, a way game. better game on the ground than the uh, the uh, Chargers. But it was just the Chiefs' defense was just dudes were wide open, like. They were just yeah, wide yeah. open. And it's like, what are y'all doing? What is this scheme? So kind of, I guess, where I'm coming from on that is it's just, it's more like, um, like they, they can run the ball. You need to play situationally. You need to be able to run the ball. But it's just when your offense, when you're, because it feels like at this point, they're complacent with a slow start on offense. So like, it's fine. We'll yeah. open it up. We're going to be okay. But in the, re, in the process, they fall behind and their defense is like, hey, guys, we're not <laughs> that good. No offense <laughs> to them, but we're not like we can't. We can't help you. Like they can run the ball on us. We can't stop the run that effectively. And they ain't really good at stopping the the pass either. This defense yeah, is bad. Yeah, they're struggling. They're they're, they're struggling. They're one of the worst defenses in this league. They're in the bottom tier. They, I hate to say it, but they might be. So that that's a really bad look. Um, uh, historically speaking, that has been the thing that's doomed elite level quarterbacks is the fact that their defense is not good, despite the fact that they are really good themselves. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe a bit of concern for the Chiefs. Um, uh, I'm not. And don't get me wrong. I am not hitting the panic button on the Chiefs. Yes, they are. Yes, for the memes at the moment, Las Vegas and Denver are better than them. But this is not going <laughs> to hold. This doesn't represent the Chiefs. They are not a one in this is not that year. Like we're gonna just see them struggle. They're still gonna win some games. Uh they just gotta play better. Uh offensively, they can't turn the ball over. And then defensively, they need to start working their ass off to just become average. Because they don't need an excellent defense. They just need an average defense. And they're not playing at that level currently. Like they are playing like the Cowboys last year. Seattle <laughs> kind of this year too. The defense is uh qu questionable too. And yeah, yeah, so but the Chiefs no, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. I I look, I think they'll be fine in terms of like how good are they? Like they'll probably go to either the divisional round or the AFC Championship. Yeah. That's fine, but like for Super Bowl aspirations, yeah, I'm okay. starting to be a little well, concerned about them. I, I could okay, okay, I can concede a little bit to that. Yeah, 
as far as the Chargers on the other side, Justin Herbert continues to basically prove he's he's more or less the real deal. <laughs> yeah, um, we're all wrong. Glad the Chargers are able to get a bounce back after kind of blowing their game last week. Mm-hmm. But they did have eight more penalties to add to their collection. They are the <laughs> second most penalized team in the league who's now. First? So um, who's first now? Re- the Buccaneers. Ooh, so yeah, that's killing you. The uh, the Chargers need to kind of clean that up, but um, they had an, overall, yeah, four turnovers for the Chiefs. I think that's really what defined I, this game. I believe they had another Jarrett Cook uh, illegal shift penalty again in this game. Oh my god! <laughs> they can't help it. They just can't help it. <laughs> it's just it's just in them. They clean up some stuff, as you said. That this team could can go really good. Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl bound could be, you know, could could go up their chances, but they're they're a really good team right now. I don't want to, you know, put that much pressure on them, but they're good. They're in that sort of window, right? Because I mean, they have the they have the quarterback on their contract. They have the talent around them. Like that's that's what you aim for when you're a franchise is to have a situation. The Chargers have Derwin James is healthy this year yeah i mean it's at this is the situation when you talk about teams that go to the super bowl the chargers are the exact kind of team that we say fits that formula and uh josh another i forgot i just want to mention this josh gordon got reinstated and he's playing to sign with the kansas city chiefs i uh for this move i really receiver really isn't what isn't their problem but i mean if josh gordon (laughs) can if he can finally uh, turn around his life, and because I think he can still play a little bit, you know, we saw him with the Patriots, what in in uh, Seattle, but he had he wasn't, you know, the Josh Gordon of old, but I think he could still be a solid, you know, three four guy, uh, in a offense that's already uh, got playmakers all in the field. So whatever, I don't care for that move. Maybe like an Antonio Brown type of an effect, right? Ooh, Where you just you have all these great weapons and then boom. Oh, yeah. Josh Gordon just snuck into the game and <laughs> is sneaking down the seam of the field and has a 40 yard touchdown. So it could happen. Um, it could happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it really could. So but we can move on to another um, marquee NFC game, particularly with the NFC West, uh, the Green Bay Packers traveled mm, yep. to the West Coast to play the San Francisco 49ers Oof. in a thrilling, thrilling Sunday game. night football game. We've back been to really back spoiled too. with a lot of these primetime games. Yes, back to back. Um, and the uh, Packers, they hung on, got a one yeah, point win. I, no, no, it was 30 to 28. So yeah. it's two point win. Um, they led pretty much the whole game, dominating mm-hmm. for a lot of it, up 17 to zero early. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, uh, with a little bit of help from the refs, <laughs> the 49ers got back into this game and with 37 seconds left, took the, the lead 28 27. Which everyone's trying to the blame Packers. fucking uh, Kyle Juszczyk. And it's like, come on, bro. It's a f- for scoring too fast. I'm like, like it's whatever, a guys. fullback. Like, come on. Well, I mean, you just like. That's not like I'm sorry, but the 49ers should pride themselves on defense. Like yeah. they should pride themselves on Aaron Rodgers had 37 seconds left. We're not score. We're not letting him score. Yeah. Like, the idea that I like, I understand you. It's not about that. It's about doing what the the smart. It's fine, but I just I don't. Uh, no, that's a stupid thing to blame Kyle Juszczyk for. Um, but. I know you and I were watching this game, Christian. You were heavily critical of Jimmy Garoppolo all throughout it, and he, he made somehow some plays. managed to. He he did. He he started out just really slow, but you know, I mean, it was cobbled together over time. It mm-hmm. wasn't pretty, but man, they got to the end of that game and had the lead. And you know, it's just Aaron Rodgers. That, um, uh, he he came out and had a really good couple plays and put them in field goal range. That interception, I'm not gonna put the blame on him for that one. Jair Alexander just made a great play because I believe it's covered. They're I believe they're playing cover three, and he just read it. Cause he was out in the middle of nowhere, like nobody, nobody had came to his zone, so he just sunk. Like he saw, uh, uh, what's I forgot who they were throwing it to. Um, maybe it was Debo. I it didn't matter, but uh, yeah, he saw that and just picked. Uh, no, I think it was George Kittle. Um, and he just picked it, and that was just a great play. Uh, but you know, 49ers only had had twenty one carries for sixty seven yards. 3.2 yards per carry like 
That's that's not a yeah. winning formula for uh, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, no, they teams. they did not look like the 49ers offense. It, they looked very different than what they normally do. George Kittle did his damnedest, though. Seven catches, 92 yards. Mm. Had nine yeah, targets. Yeah, George Kittle was awesome. <laughs> had a big play at the end of the game that set them up in the red zone, I think. Mm-hmm. Or close to the red zone. And then, obviously, the... The fumble by Jimmy G at the end of the game. Oh, man. Oh, the backwards fumble yeah. that almost cost him the game. Yeah. Yeah. That was just unfortunate. Yeah. But the Packers are... Um, I don't know why if people were, uh, you know, after their week one loss to the Saints, freaking out about the Packers, but the Packers were fine. I mean, they got a measure of revenge here. This was kind of one of those demon games for them. So to be able to go across country into uh, into Levi Stadium and beat this team, mm-hmm. I mean that that's got to make them feel really good. The Packers, I mean, their defense has been getting criticized. Yeah, you know their run game. This team overall has been just getting hit from all angles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, their defense. They they're both their offensive and defensive lines outplayed the 49ers fronts. Yeah. Um. I mean, just just awesome. It was such a this was one of the best games I've seen from the Packers. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still a little iffy on them in terms of, you know, can they go to the Super Bowl? But, you know, this is the kind of game that they, you know, hey, yeah, no, we're here. And I just I hope they keep it up. I I hope they do, because um, if this is going to be the defense we saw the first two weeks, I'm still a little iffy. But they stepped up. They play the Rams in week 12. I just had to make sure they also play the Chiefs. Oh, those are two L's. And they play the Cardinals. Damn. Three L's. No, I don't know. I mean, look, they got a shot, right? So we'll we'll see. Um, but I, I don't have too much else to add to this. Uh, you know, the Packers, I would have I'm sorry that the refs tried to screw them in a lot of places. <laughs> and uh I I I guess I gotta say it's a little weird that they were up by 17 points and you know it took a comeback to still win for them. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit iffy, but Hey, Aaron Rodgers is playing really well. He is Aaron Rodgers after all. Devontae and Adams. Uh, they should have taken him out of the why, game yeah, after that. Why was the he playing? Hit. Skip and Shannon that said ridiculous. that also. He should not have been back yeah, in that I mean, game. I cannot believe they put him back in the game. He was laying on the field. They went to commercial break and came back, and they're like, yeah, he's still laying on the field. And then he comes back in how many plays later? Two Are you plays? kidding me? Dude, they're like, uh, that's... I hope somebody in the office I think is they're taking note fine. of that. I, I would hope that NFL gives them like a fine that, for that. That was garbage. Because that, that, that was a clear helmet to helmet. That should have got, like, got a yeah, penalty. Should have got a penalty. should have been a penalty. But like, even if he had hopped up, it's like, okay, fine. He hopped up. Give him concussion protocol. But he laid on the field. Like... People, like, what did his brain recover in <laughs> 10 minutes like what are we talking about here like i don't know it, it, that really just made me mad Devonte adams should not have come back in that game yeah i mean that could have made a difference to see him back too because game. he made a play at the end of the game he did he made deep play yeah. at the end, so um anyway um i hope the nfl kind of rectifies that but we can move on to uh, another surprising game, staying in our theme of the NFC West. The Seahawks were, Ooh. I don't know how else to say other, like surprised, upset, shocked by the Vikings. They, <laughs> yeah, they, they not only lost to the Vikings, but they lost by two possessions to the Vikings. Gave <laughs> up, uh, I guess it would be 23 unanswered points mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the game. The last points they scored, they lost 17 to 30. <laughs> the last points they scored, there was 11 minutes left in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. That's the last time they scored. And Minnesota, seventeen to seven. Minnesota just played keep away. They only had nine points in that second mm-hmm. half. Uh, just field goals, but they were all. But what all critical them were these nine, ten, yeah. eleven play drives. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, uh, I I think um, look. Kirk Cousins, I think he's playing really. I feel like every time I've watched Kirk Cousins this year, I've been like, dang, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Is- Kind of killing it out he here. Got he got a good offense. It. Uh, I, he does have a good offense. Dalvin Cook, it seems, got hurt because uh, Alexander Mattinson took the bulk of the low, had 26 carries. Yeah, Dalvin Cook was out. Uh, 112 yeah. yards. Okay. Um, they also had some other run rushers, but uh, Justin Jefferson, nine catches, 118 yards, a touchdown. I think this is like his first big, big game. I know this is like his first 100-yard game, so you love to see it. Uh, Tyler Conklin had... Conklin, yeah, 
Seven catches, 70 yards, touchdown. Adam Thielen also got himself a touchdown. So, yeah, they're playing pretty good football. You know, Kirk Cousins isn't, you know, getting intercepted or uh, bumbling the ball. He's only sacked once. So, not a lot of pressure on him. And you don't pressure a lot of quarterbacks in this league. They're going to beat you. And they. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And the, the Vikings defense just stepped up. You know, we've been saying Mike Zimmer's been on the hot seat. Especially because this defense has just been bad, but they they beat a quality well they beat a quality team I think in Seattle. Um, it's just their defense just didn't do anything. Only yeah, sacked him once. Didn't really have any pressure on him. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's um I think. You know, Minnesota, they have to win in a specific way because their defense mm-hmm. is only so good. But yeah. but I think I mean, you know, you talk about the, the, the time of possession they had at 36 minutes to to uh, Seattle's 24 minutes. That's what they that's um, how they want to get you. But from that last like just to kind of put it into a better picture from the last time that they scored with 11, the Seahawks with 11 minutes left in the second quarter, they had the ball meaningfully speaking because they had one where it was like 16 seconds left in the half doesn't really count mm-hmm. they had the ball meaningfully two times between 11 minutes left in the second and three minutes left in the third <laughs> between that time they had two meaningful dr- like like just to give you an idea that's 23 minutes of game time that is just how much the the vikings dominated the time of possession <laughs> they, the seahawks just had they were never on the field yep. um and it's it's hard to get a rhythm. Seattle's defense is not that good. Nope. So especially against a high powered offense like the Vikings. So when you're just I mean, you're able to just eat away clock and make short throws and make long throws. I, there's just that's that's an off a defense that's not gonna be able to keep up in your offense. I mean, look, they had opportunities. I don't want to totally mm-hmm. take it take it away from Seattle. They should have scored. I don't know why they couldn't find it, find the end zone again <laughs> despite playing a terrible defense. But um they just got beat. I mean, kudos to the Vikings. They played a really complete game of football. They did. And um maybe need to finish up some of those drives in the second half. But outside I mean, of that, you like, you were really I mean, yeah, because like any given time like you can give up a lead real quick in this league. But yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. But yeah, I do, I yeah, I, I do get what you what you what you're putting down, Jake. I got you. Just just trying to give him some criticism there. But yeah, yeah, yeah I mean fair. that defense, I'm still iffy on the Vikings defense. Seattle, um, I don't know, man. That's a that's a bad this is a pretty bad loss for them. Yeah. Like this is this is this is a game that you look on their schedule and you go, okay, well, Seattle wins 10, 11, 12 games, and that's assuming this is one of those they win, an 0-2 Vikings team. And now the Vikings kind of have a little bit of life. One and two, mm-hmm. Seahawks are one and two, dead last in that division, and that's a bad division to fall behind in the yep. the Hey, the uh, NFC West. Mi- so. Minnesota is right in the conversation coming up on Chicago. They're just below uh, Chicago being one and two. But I think if these two match up, I, I got a good Minnesota. Minnesota's going to win that. And then, you know, yeah, they beat a quality opponent. This could uh, come back to help them. Uh, they just got to keep it up. Kirk Cousins is true. If they keep it up and they just keep winning games and maybe Green Bay drops one or. When they match up, you know, Minnesota gets one. Uh, but And how this NFC wraps up at the end of the year. But Minnesota could, could we could see them in the playoffs. I mean, it's any, I mean, this is a very open conference. So, yeah, anything's possible mm-hmm. um, for sure. And we can, with that, move on to your game. Uh, another game I got wrong and you got right. Probably not as happy <laughs> well, about it. Well, yeah. The... Miami Dolphins traveled cross country to Las Vegas to play the Raiders and uh, pretty thrilling game. Pretty frustrating at times for me, uh, yep. but the Dolphins uh, lose in overtime to the Raiders. And uh, again, just a pretty crazy game. Miami had a 14 point lead at the beginning of the game yep. before six. subsequently. <laughs> yeah. And then they gave up a safety and then they gave up 25 total unanswered points until it was 25 to 14. Miami climbs back into it uh, with a field goal and then a last second touchdown at the end of the game on fourth and goal. And then they get the two point conversion. So that sends it to overtime 25 all or uh, 20. I think it was 25. Uh, all, yeah. Yeah. 25. It was 25. all. yeah. So um, the Raiders 
they go down the field and in overtime they kick a field goal make it 30 Mm -hmm. or i'm sorry 28 to 25 Mm -hmm. and the dolphins get the ball back on their way to converting a fourth and 20 at one point (laughs) they decide to settle for a field goal after coming up on a fourth and short from i guess they're 35 ish yeah because it was a 50 and yeah, so they tie that game up with that field goal, give it back to the Raiders, and the Raiders milk the rest of the clock, kick a field goal, and go home three and zero. Oh. So yep. Miami drops to one and two, and Oakland, or I'm sorry, Las Vegas is <laughs> sitting at three and zero, oh, and on top of their division with the Denver Broncos, who are also three and zero. Oh. The Dolphins they fall to one and two, and mm-hmm. they join the Patriots, who are also one and two. Uh, the Jets are 0-3, and, <laughs> and the Bills, which, again, we'll talk about all these uh, teams a little later, but the Bills are now 2-1. and one. So, uh, Christian, I don't know how much of this game you saw, but wh- what are your thoughts on on this uh, Miami Raiders game? Um, <sighs> Derek Carr uh, is on... Uh, on pace to break have the most uh passing yards in the league this year i think he's already at 1200 he was at 800 last week and he had a uh 26 or 43 386 yard day uh two touchdowns had an interception um he's played in two overtime games so that really helps that helps too but you know uh, Raiders defense is playing not bad. I think I heard on the Ringer podcast that they're leading right now in pressures. Um, not get not getting there a whole bunch. Only had two sacks this game, but you know, I, will this last throughout the season? I don't think so. Uh, will Derek Carr continue to, I guess, write his MVP? Uh ballot today uh keep <laughs> keep writing it um i mean he's up there in yards and he's playing the ball throwing the ball pretty well uh, his team is three and oh and um but from miami side i don't know man mm, we're just rough we're just rough right now but Trevor reset didn't play bad 32 for 49 215 yards didn't throw a touchdown, but also didn't throw the ball away. Um, he also scampered in for a touchdown. So did Malcolm Brown. Um, I don't know, man. Does this team look better without Tua in it? Um, I don't know. I I don't know, man. Maybe uh, Tua's. I I I I couldn't say. I know Jacoby Brissett. Like I know last week they were bagging on Tua after they got blown out, but Tua played like barely any of that game. And then Baltimore set was, was in all, most of that game. Was all but Baltimore uh, not Baltimore. The Buffalo Bills were all over us that game. Like we couldn't do yeah. Jack. We couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I, I I mean look, I really don't know. I am a little concerned with Miami just because yep. of their schedule going forward. And I, this offensive line looks rough. This this offense is is not as it hasn't. It doesn't look like it's taken the step forward. Maybe we were hoping they were going to take mm-hmm. not through the first three weeks at least. And again, as I've talked about a little bit going into the season, I was a little skeptical about this defense being able to repeat its amazing performance last year. And I think you're starting to see a team that's it's kind of catching up to them on those fronts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still early, but again, a rough schedule going forward. It, it's got me a little concerned for how their season is going to go. It could it could get really out of hand if they don't if they don't find a win or two here or there to keep them afloat until at least the middle well, of the season. I mean, we're better than the we're better than the Jets. We I mean, if we can hold off the. New England, who lost. I think y'all are better than the Patriots. Still, I still, I think Oof. that even more so after this week. We'll see, we'll see. But uh, congrats, Raiders three and zero. On top of there, like you said, uh, they're tied up um, with the. Broncos. Yeah, I'm iffy on the Raiders still. I think they like the Raiders. Derek Carr has been amazing. Like I don't want to take. He's been really good, but. I don't like they don't run the ball particularly well and their defense. I'm still really iffy on their defense. Like, I don't think their defense is that good. They let the Dolphins. I mean, they let the Dolphins do a lot of big stuff. And I I, I don't know. I'm just I'm a little it, it feels like this is a team that's just being kept afloat by Derek Carr. And the <laughs> second Derek Carr stops playing <laughs> hot, 
what's going to happen to this team. Um, so I'm still really iffy on the Raiders. But for now, as long as Derek Carr's throwing 400 yards a game, yeah, they're going to probably keep winning. So, yeah, uh, good for them. I was a little disappointed. The last thing I'll say, I guess, I was a little disappointed in Brian Flores' call to kick the field goal in overtime. Mm-hmm. They were dealing with a fourth and short on their own on the 30 yard line or so um to me you're on the road you know that the uh, other offense has been tearing apart your defense from 20 yard line to 20 yard line well i, I just not I don't until know why the fourth you give them the ball back not until the fourth well three. but yeah the past the past three drives though yeah. they had been yeah. like they've been they've been tearing them up pretty good and it's just to me it's like well you know you got to play it safe but it's like well if you go for it and you try to score a touchdown on this drive you can end the game or you can kick a field goal hope your defense gets a stop hope your offense can put another drive together and then win the game it just it seems a lot more straightforward just go for the try to pick up the fourth and two and keep the drive moving y'all have y'all picked up a fourth and 20 like five plays ago come on (laughs) so um yeah i would have just rather have seen them go for it there i think that was the higher probability of success option i think that was the safest option personally even though it doesn't doesn't seem like it uh on the surface so that was something I was disappointed in. But yeah, that's that's all I have on this game. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we can move on to again, uh, as we said last week, we're going to be splitting these into two parts. So to close out this week's first episode, the part one of week three, we are going to end this on a draft. We're going to do another draft. That's <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, another one, because we love these things. They're really fun to do. So um Christian, you pitched the idea this week. You said a panic draft. Who are we hitting the panic button on? Who are we overreacting on through three weeks? So um, I, I think you went first last week, but I'll let you go first again no, if you really want no, to. Since Jake, I know. I'll let you go first this time, bro. All right. Well, uh, I got a few good teams that I really like here. Uh, but I think <laughs> the fan the bases gate, don't. <laughs> I at the gate. Yeah, <laughs> at the gates. It's a little bit of a toss. I'll go Colts. I'll go Colts Ooh. out the gates. Or no, um, hot. I, I'm I'm a little panicked about them just because. Um, look, they didn't really look good against the Titans. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit more in our next episode, but um, you know Carson Wentz really struggled in that game. I'm I'm really confused as to what the play calling like was in in week three. It just doesn't look good. This offensive line is kind of struggling. Mm-hmm. The defense is struggling, mm-hmm. uh, and you know they're zero and three. I had them starting out slow because they have a lot of tough games to open up the season. But I don't know. This is this is starting to look like it could go sideways pretty quickly for them. And Tennessee looks a little better than maybe everybody was giving them credit for. Mm-hmm. Now that they're kind of putting it together, so. I don't know. I'm pretty I got the Colts as my opening pick. I'm starting to get pretty worried about the state of their season. They were also on my list, but I didn't think I was going to pick first. Uh, but I yeah, guess go ahead. I'm up second. Um, Out of my list that I have, I'm going to go Washington. Mm, that's a good one. Got thumped. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good Got one. Got thumped by the Bills 43-21. to Just was never in this game whatsoever. Uh, yeah. I, I was really high on them. I, I They were my dark horse team. Um, that being said, though, I'm pretty sure I did pick the Bills to win this game. Um, I didn't think they were going to win this game the way that they did, but they got dominated, and so... You know, even if uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back, you know, how good is this team? This defense hasn't been playing well. The front four uh, wasn't getting pressure on like they were last year. Uh, and, you know, they, it's just going to get harder. Cowboys are pretty good. Eagles decent. You're not in, in your own division. So, But if you can't get pressure on these quarterbacks, they're going to r- rip you apart. And they, okay. they need a – this team really, I think, is – opposite of what the chiefs do they need to play through their defense and if their defense isn't playing well this offense isn't doesn't do much as we have seen yeah very limited yeah yeah and it's kind of the same story as last but, year yeah they they, they really do. struggled they really did need a quarter really do need a quarterback uh to figure this out uh who knows we'll, we'll see if it gets better as uh the season progresses but at, at this moment I think they're really hurting that they don't really have a quarterback. Even though I like Tyler Heineke, but at the same time, 
Yeah, I um for mine, I am going with and I don't know if this is so much. I don't know. I'm saying in the same division, I'm going the Giants. I'm saying uh, it's time to. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I picked them because fair. I know that's a lot fair. of teams had them. A lot of people <laughs> had them teased as like a potential playoff team. Mm-hmm. I probably. Yeah. Actually, no, I had them it, missing it in mine. But yeah. To, they got thumped by Denver week one. I didn't have them doing very well myself, but like they played Denver week one. OK, they lost. They played Washington week two. OK, they lost a, a heartbreaker. And then they played the Falcons at home. <laughs> they got at home coming off of 10 days of rest. They get to play one of the foremost teams in the league and they lose. Yep. I, that I mean, that is just that's a abysmal but here's where it gets worse (laughs) and i know we're going to talk about them more in the next episode too but here's what gets worse they here's who they play before their week 10 bye week these are these are each of their next games leading up to their bye week in week 10 so they play the saints next week at in new Orleans. they play the cowboys Uh they play the rams They play the Panthers. Oh, boy. They play the Chiefs. Oh. And then they play the Raiders. <laughs> the Ra- so, Raiders or Ravens? The Raiders. Raiders. And then they have their bye week in week 10. So That is um, look, an awful stretch To of open games. up the season. Yeah, to open up the season in my predictions, I had them. I had them with three wins by their week 10 bye week. I had them beating the panthers i had them beating the raiders and i had them beating the falcons and <laughs> look i think it's entirely possible that they will win one of these games but dude if they're only nine are we gonna be surprised i will be I'm not, i will be depressed i mean it's 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 bad so they are bad. yeah i'm hitting <laughs> they are bad. on the giants that's a excellent pick jake um Damn. Uh, mine. Uh, I just want to say, uh, your first two picks were all over three teams. I just want that to be known. Lazy Hell yeah. out here. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> go. I'm gonna go Steelers. Ah, that was my third team. Yeah, Steelers. Uh, got thumped by the Bengals, twenty-four yep. to ten. Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger through it like 50 times but it was just for like 300 yards it was just nothing it was nothing it was empty calories yeah 38 for 58 318 yards had a touchdown two interceptions uh 5.5 yards per carry Najee Harris is is just there um he oh holy god he did have a big game in the past game he caught 14 balls for 19 targets, 102 yards. Chase Capel even almost had a 100-yard day. Nine catches, 96 for 15. But um, now the Bengals just kind of just showed, yeah, we're better than this team. Jamar Chase got a touchdown. Two touchdowns. Man, remember... Uh, <laughs> Jamar Chase can't see the ball, though. Yeah, remember when we said he couldn't catch? Uh, But he now has a touchdown in all three of their games. So, okay. Good for... Good. Okay, so you, good job. so you got Steelers. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good pick. Yeah, uh, Bengals. I guess now I'm just taking this time to talk about the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, we well, there we'll talk again. You know, that's another team. That's another game we're going to hit in our second episode. But um, I like the Steelers as a pick. Mm-hmm. I will. I have a. I have three teams on here that I can go with. Ooh, um, I'll go with. Uh, I hate to do it. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to go with the Dolphins Ooh, as my third they pick. They're on my list yeah. too, baby. I'm I'm pretty worried about them. Yeah, um, you should again, be. Just, I just am. Not, doing, <laughs> not taking the next step offensively. They're down to their backup quarterback. We don't even know if their backup quarterback is better than their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Their defense isn't playing the way it played last year, which, I mean, I don't. That, that's a hard expectation mm-hmm. to you know to think they might carry that over but you know and then uh, you know to top it off they have such a tough schedule going forward so i i'm, I'm really nervous about the dolphins and the state of them um yeah i i have the dolphins for my third team so uh go ahead christian who you got um hmm, my pick last pick will be the seahawks and they got a rough 
Ah, next that two, was my next team too. Next two games, they gotta go to uh, they gotta go to the uh, 49ers and then they play the Rams at home that next week. So two division games, and they should be scared right now because the Rams look look pretty scary. And now you're about to test yourself against the 49ers. Those games are pretty pretty fun to watch. Uh, not gonna lie. So we'll see what the Seahawks are made of. But if they lose to the 49ers. Because uh, I think they're going to lose to the Rams. But they lose to the 49ers. Yeah. You're down 0-2 already in your division. Toughest division of football. And, and you're 1-4. and four. Yeah, and the only win you have is against the unbeaten Colts. The un... I'm sorry. Un, wait, un, I haven't um, the winless Colts. Sorry. The winless Colts. That's a better way to put it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a that's a great pick. Um that's really tough. I mean, and again, you know, if you lose, if you lose next week to the 49ers, they have three wins. You have one. And then if you lose to the Rams, the Rams at that point, they would at least have four wins. Yeah. So they're at worst four and one. And that's if they lose this upcoming week, which I don't I don't I don't know who they're playing off the top of my head. But I mean, yeah, you could easily best case scenario be down four to one versus one and four or two and three against the Rams and the 49ers and the Cardinals. We, and that's just, oh, the Cardinals are playing the Rams. Yeah, I was so, about to say that. We got yeah, That's a pretty tough game for them, uh, too. It's going to be a real but, good game. That's going to be. But, man, we got we got a tough. The car, you're absolutely right about the Seahawks. They have tough sledding. Be, it would be terrible to be in their situation, given that division. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you hit all mine. I guess my um, I'll kind of give an honorary mention. Uh, undrafted free agent uh the <laughs> kansas city chiefs are really? on my list again not panic that they're not like then they're, they're gonna obviously make the playoffs they're gonna okay. obviously be an elite team but like i picked them to go to the super bowl mm-hmm. and as i said a little earlier i am very nervous about that prospect through three weeks this does not look like a super bowl caliber team so and this is supposed to be when they're at their best yeah keep in, mind. in september if, so this is this is um it's pretty concerning. So I have them as my honorary mention. Mm, uh, mine, well, you already said the Dolphins and Colts, who I didn't mention, but I'll have my honor- honorary mention will be the Chicago Bears. Uh, oh, we'll, yeah. We'll, oh, yeah. Good we'll pick, we'll good get pick. into that game, but uh, they just, they just bad. This is a bad. <laughs> they just bad. This is a bad team organization. Uh, they need a clean, they need a clean house. They, they need or Justin house. Fields. Yeah. So, but I think that that's going to cover it for this episode. So we'll come at part two and uh, we'll finish up the rest of these games. And, you know, we're about to watch the Cowboys kick off in here about 20 minutes. So hopefully that goes well for them. Um, I may just not even be here for the next episode if, if the Cowboys don't win. <laughs> so um, we'll see how that goes. But uh, Christian, you got anything else you want to say to these fine young people before we sign off? Nah, y'all have a great rest of your week. Bye bye, everybody. Bye.